Welcome to the midweek edition of the Florida Culture Soccer Podcast, soccer podcast for us, by us, talking about intersectional black culture and soccer. Got your boy here, Grego here. Got my main man, Devin to do. What's going on with you, bro? What's going on, man? Another day, another dollar. TK on the ones and twos. How you feeling, my man? I'm feeling fine. How are you? You know what? I'm still, my neck's still bumping, but we're we going to make this work. We are burning the midnight oil. We tried to catch some some Conquer Champs after dark, and we saw the, still the, the, the uh, Austin FC get lynched by Violette uh, down in Haiti. We'll get up in that in a, in a little bit, probably in two up and two down. Um, again, this is our international um, version. Of course, we actually missed uh, the, uh, the MLS uh, version um, over the weekend. My bad, my bad. But we'll definitely get you straight um, uh, next week on all that. We'll probably, we'll probably still hit up on a couple things up in uh, two up and two down. But um, I wanted to take a step back and um, something came to my attention um, or everybody's attention the, uh, uh, this earlier this week. And uh, something that we didn't hit up um, back at the end of last year after the World Cup, and I wanted to kind of do a little, little bit of a, uh, a bit of a deeper dive uh, with this. Uh, Earlier this week, the uh, report uh, of the um, uh, incidents of uh, uh, U.S. national team coach uh, Greg Borhalter, uh, um, he was accused by the uh, wife of of a uh, his former teammate with the national team, Claudio Reyna, that uh, back in 1992, um, he uh, beat up his girlfriend, who was actually now his wife. And of course, that caused a bit of a bit of a stir um, in the aftermath of the World Cup. And yeah, the other reports uh, came out with that. Now, um, I'm going to go ahead and at least give you the, 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 the end result here. The end result is they said, hey, Burhawker's cool. He's still, you know, tip top, despite despite what happened. Um, and he's still eligible to get re-signed as the the uh, the men's national team head coach. Now, do we want him there? We'll get to that in a little bit. So, first first of all, the um, the kind of rewind everything. Like, like uh, Devin, like remind everybody like what happened during the World Cup between. Burhalter and Gio Reyna. What 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 happened there? Essentially, he didn't play him, um, and the speculation was, is he hurt? Mm-hmm. But you know, apparently, he wasn't hurt. He was during one of the practice sessions right before the tournament started. Um, Burhalter had kind of let him know what he had his like what he envisioned his role for Geo to be, and Geo didn't get happy. Geo wasn't happy about it. So he had, as a 17-year-old understandably would, but had, he had a little temper tantrum about it. Um, and apparently, you know, uh, it was handled, but it got out that, you know, a player was getting, you know, blacklisted essentially. And obviously, you know, if it don't take Stevie Wonder to figure out who that player was, the player that wasn't playing, and it... it Spiral from there, essentially. Yeah, um, yeah. Burhalter kind of dry snitched on himself because it was one of those things where he tried he tried to say like Let, let's keep things in house, but then he went out on this interview and 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 spoke of it, and then and people realized that uh, 
we know you, we know who you talk about, right? Like, 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 don't don't try to play us. <laughs> and and um, yeah, the things kind of snowball from there. Um, now, I'm not sure if you're if you're the biggest uh, Geo Raider fan, but uh, TK, but. Is it safe to say that Gio should should have played in the World Cup at least a lot more than what he did? Yeah, there's a fair argument to say that his contributions could have been used. Um, the dynamicism that he brings to the game um, could have been potentially, yeah, an oppositional weapon. Yeah, I mean, all this considered, of course, for those of y'all that might that might need a, a bit of a refresher, um, Gio Reyna, uh, I think it's 18 now, but um, yeah, he's uh, been playing for Borussia Dortmund in, in the Bundesliga for like, the last uh, three, four years. Um, he uh, um, he went over th- uh, to their academy system from New York City FC, where his dad was um, at the time my sporting director. Then um, he uh, went over to Dortmund. He's been in and out of the, um, the the team, you know, whether he's healthy, injured, like he's been pretty much a mainstay for quite some time. And and, uh, and in the last two, three years, he's definitely been, um, as long as he's been healthy, he's usually been included with the with the national team. And so the I think the expectation, especially going in, into the World Cup, was that, you know, he'll be someone that we, that we rely on, you know, outside of uh, probably U.S. agent. It was like, hey, he's probably our next biggest creator as far as you know being able to um be a playmaker and set things up for everyone else and uh i think for all things considered like he only appeared in uh three to four games and all of them were off the bench um in the england game i don't think he uh, appeared at all and yeah like it, it, it definitely uh raised a lot of uh, flags as far as like you have a guy like it's not like he's somebody that's like playing for you know, sporting Kansas City, like it's like you're playing in the Bundesliga and you're and you're getting minutes, regular minutes, and so like typically when that happens, it's like yeah, you're 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 gonna play, you're gonna start, and we're gonna figure things out to get you in there, and that didn't that didn't happen. Um, and, um, Should he have had the Aronson role? I minimum? think Aronson definitely got, got the minutes that um that the should have got <laughs> definitely. I mean, don't get me wrong. Aronson, in his own right, still is definitely doing his thing. But I, yeah, I definitely think correct. that I definitely think that uh, Geo should have, um, yeah, like should have easily been starting easily. And um, yeah, like the uh, so, and of course, given what we ultimately like, it's it's hard to kind of make sense of what happened during the World Cup because I feel like there were times when like we actually did look good, but at the same time, obviously with the questions that we had as far as um, striker, it was like okay, who's going to be our guy to actually get goals? And and um and of course a big part of that is like like we got to be able to create goals in the first place, and he would definitely be a guy that would be able to contribute in, in a big way um, on that. And Burhal just said nah. We'll figure things out without him now. What came out afterwards was apparently, you know, Gio was mad about the situation. He was he was he was pissing off in um in training, and he actually had a, there was actually it came to a point to where um, he actually like got to a fight with one of the players. Now that part we never got as far as who that player was, 
but in the aftermath, um, he had to apologize to the whole team. And then each player on the team had to let him know how they made him feel, how he made them feel. And I'm like, all things considered, like that's a, that's a bit much for you know trying to teach somebody a lesson. But of course, that's just me. But you know, I I think that there is definitely a message being sent that you know, one you're fucking up, which is understandable. But it's like you're trying to embarrass the kid, and for someone that's you know still legit young, it's like, do you really want to do that? Do you really want to do that? But um, like, what like what was y'all's thoughts when y'all heard about heard about that back when that first came out? I mean, you know, it's definitely like again, the kid's seventeen. You know, he's. I mean, I if you if I was in that situation at seventeen, I probably would have reacted the same way as Giarena. You know, like you gotta you gotta keep that in mind. You know, he's regardless of. Uh, his skill and his talent he still has a 17 year old mind so he's gonna have temper tantrums he's gonna act out and you know um is it a lot you know yes and would I probably not have liked it either you know I I, I get that I get all that like I, I'm, I'm really trying to you know turn back the clock here and picture myself at 17 again and you know I, I definitely you know wouldn't be okay with it either and you know if it was you know me I'd you know probably tell mom and dad too like man this is what's happening to me right now can y'all believe this like what's you know what can we do and you know obviously being the player that he is the person that he is and the parents that he has they have a little bit more pull a little bit more power a little bit more say and you know what can go on around there so um yeah very unfortunate situation i definitely wish it all could have you know regardless have stayed in house um you know if it was handled then let it be handled because i really don't think anybody else outside of you know Burholzer and possibly even geo were even really still harping on it beyond that point yeah that was um the thing that I think when when things started to get a, a bit twisted because again you know you, you you get embarrassed in front of your team and you know you you feel some type of way you might you might sulk to your parents and you know that that's that's natural that that shit happens I know it's happened to me back when I used to play uh, football back in high school like I was just like like I get all that however. I, I, I definitely question whether or not uh, Gio told his parents like, hey, I, like you know that thing y'all told me about, you know, go 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 ahead and you know push, push that and um and uh you know let's let's, let's get this guy out of here. Um, of course, uh, to pivot um, real quick, so of course you have Greg Berhalter, the men's national team head coach. Um, he uh, Gio Reyna's dad is Claudio Reyna. He's a former uh, U.S. national team midfielder, former captain of the U.S. national team, uh, played in the, I think it's a uh, 02 and 06 World Cups uh, for the U.S. and um, and then uh, later on he became the U.S. soccer um, sporting director for the men's team. And as and up until this incident, he was the um, technical director with Austin FC. 
And um, so, needless to say, he's he's been all up in, in the game at, at, at all levels. Not to mention his wife, Dan and Raina, um, who he met at uh, when they both played at uh, University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Um, she also played for the national team uh, for, the, uh, for the women. So she has her own clout in, um, in her own regard. So, uh, needless to say, like when you have uh, basically a power couple um, in place, it's like, hey, or you messing with my son, or we, or you about to have you with the fish this, and um, you know, it's uh, it definitely um, uh, mushroom into a, a much bigger thing, and um, uh, I think it was after the the uh, Wales game, um, Danny Rayner uh, stopped uh, Ernie Stewart, the uh, then um, uh. CEO of the of the men's national team, and he and he, uh, told him that yeah, back in the day, you know, Berhalter put hands on on it on his wife, and um, yeah, like he should like basically like you know shouldn't on he shouldn't be here and everything, and that just snowballed to a huge 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 thing, and um, you know it's it definitely reeks of every stereotype that can be said about. Uh, parents and rec sports and AAU sports and travel sports. It's like you gonna play my baby. You gonna play my baby. Like he need, he needs to be out there. Y'all gonna win. And yeah, like you you're like you never see that happen on, on the national stage, but here we are. And um, you know it's it's uh it's 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 one is embarrassing. First of all, like. Because like from so like from the details of the report, uh, it, it came out. This is uh, we're using the notes from the article that came out in the Athletic uh, from Paul Tenorio. Uh, there's been a pattern of behavior from the Reina family where they try to use their influence to to get Geo uh, mo- moved up on certain teams for things about travel, things about refs um, that are, that are uh, being used for certain games. Um, uh, Claudia Arena tried to get um, a female referee removed. Um, it's uh, it's definitely been a pattern where it's like they know they know who they are and they're like, hey, like all we gotta do is make a call and they make and all them cool sneakers, all them bounce passes, they out of here. And you know, it's uh, Jesus Christ, man! Like, like, can, 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 it would be like to quote a famous Baltimore policeman. What it would what it would like to be to work to to support a real soccer federation? I like, I like, dog. Like, I, I, I need, I need to understand this, TK. Like, like, why, like, why, why can't we get shit right, man? I don't know, man. It's America. You know, <laughs> you know how we do. <laughs> All right, snap, Dougie. <laughs> I would say you know? we've truly made it as a country because we finally have drama. We finally have in-house drama. We have truly and finally made it mm-hmm. as a proper soccer country. We've reached the threshold. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, 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 yeah, you do have that, that element to it because I'm like, I think up until now, people just thought that we just played just to to have orange slices at the end of the game. I'm like, no, there's actual politics. <laughs> like we've been talking about this for a while with the 
with the women's national team. I'm like, no, it actually happens with the men too, quite quite a bit. And you know, it's now one thing that that was confirmed that the incident between Greg Berhalter and his and um, his then girlfriend now wife did happen. They uh, they got into a fight. They were apparently drinking, and uh, apparently he pushed. Um, him and he kicked her twice and like they they were separated for a while but then they eventually worked things out got back together ultimately got married had kids all that stuff now one thing that actually stuck out to me that i'm surprised um wasn't mentioned really in the report um uh verhalter's son um was for a moment playing at uh, Austin, which of course you said uh, Claudio's the technical director, and he got cut. And my thinking is that that's when things really started started to really snowball. Cause like, oh, this how you gonna do my son? I thought we were boys. I thought we were homies. Cause of course they're they're both they're both from Jersey. They both went the um oh actually no I think Claudio went to UVA but yeah, uh, Burhalter's at USC like 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 they've been tight since jump, and you know it's uh. You know, it's like, oh, you gonna do that to my son? Well, watch what I do to your son. And you know, you end up having a big uh, tit for tat game. And I've, I think we've we've talked before about Burhalter's level of authority over the national team. Like we've seen, like how um, certain leaders have gotten pushed out of the team, like um, like John Brooks. Um, I want to say uh, there was one other player. Um, uh, I don't know why I just drew a blanket. It's, oh, it's killing me right now. But um, but yeah, like he he's definitely shown like that. If you, if you cross him, he will you know re- retaliate in his own way, and uh, and likely ends up with you off the team. And it's um, I, I'm like, is this really what what you want to um have with your national team coach? Where like the, where he holds grudges and and won't put the best players out because I mean you don't have to like everybody you don't I mean that's like you know when you're at that level it's like hey we can be professional right we ain't gotta, we ain't gotta have a beer afterwards we ain't gotta smoke weed afterwards we just gotta just gotta get this thing done and it's, it's like if if this is the attitude that we're gonna have throughout the the team it's like how do you operate like that yeah, uh, well, first and foremost, it, you bring up a, a great point of, you know, holding grudges and freezing people out. It, it feels very familiar from the U.S. side, maybe not the men, <laughs> Blocko, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, sorry, I had to, <sighs> but, um, yeah, good. it was yeah. nice nice and cold. Yeah, this um, sponsored by? <laughs> Wegmans uh, Seltzer Water. <laughs> but um no it's actually um you know it is kind of sad that it it's resorted to this first of all all the nepotism that's within the industry that's within US soccer first and foremost that's that has to stop that's why we can't get ahead as a proper federation now we're just everybody's just bringing in their own you know their kids and so on etc and you know it's not necessarily the best person for the job and that this is a clear case of that that's gotten too entangled um and it spiraled out of control right so that's that with that and then secondly you know 
no, it's not necessarily fair. You want the best players that are going to be there. Um, and to hold that much power, I mean, one, let's look at, uh, you know, let's hop across the pond and see what's going on with France in, in their women's national team. Yep. You know, they, you know, if you, you hold too much power after a while, they're going to revolt against you. Yeah, we just so, talked about that. And, yes. and, and then up it on that, yeah, Diaka uh, was finally fired and yeah, so we'll, hopefully we'll be able to see our ladies uh, back on the squad, uh, what their next call could be. They, I think they only have like one more call before the World Cup, so Hopefully, uh, they're able to get everything uh, squared away. Absolutely. I mean, if you can, and if you can honestly look and look in the mirror, if you can honestly look at the results of the World Cup and say that we would not have been a better team defensively with John Brooks, if we mm-hmm. would not have been a better team offensively with Gio Reyna, then you know you got you're a little delusional. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, you know, you can stand by the manager and, you know, oh, we got as far as we're going to get. And, you know, that's a win in itself. And yeah, but, you know, is that is that the standard? Is that, you know, is that the bar or could we have gone further? You know, mm-hmm. who knows? It, we, it, who knows how far we can go if we are not 100 percent equipped? If we're only playing at 80 percent, you know, then, you know, then it is what it is. But. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, who, I don't know how possible it is, but one day I want to see the USA win a World Cup. You know, I don't. I want to see them. I, I want to see them make it past the round of sixteen. I mean, like, for, for for the life of me, people put so much hype over that O two team. But I'm like, they beat Mexico. We know Mexico. It, it, that wasn't as hard of a game as people think. We've yet to beat anyone in the round of 16 not from CONCACAF. I'm like, when, but when we do that, then we can say we've actually grown. <laughs> Netherlands embarrassed us. Netherlands, yeah. they, we, were, we were never in control of that game. We were, never, we were never winning that game. No matter what happened, you know, Tim Weah, was it Tim Weah, if I remember correctly, with the goal, with the with the crazy back heel goal that you know one of, that wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah, that we did score, but yeah. you know, I, again, that was a fluke of a goal. It was a hell of a goal. Did I celebrate the hell out of it? I sure did because it was a fluke of a goal. Now, <laughs> all love to Tim Weah. I love that man to death, and you know, I hopefully, you know, I hope they don't move that man to left back. But you know that's another story. Yeah, that's another story for another day. But yeah, I mean, it, ultimately we could have been. I think we could have been better. And um, you know, it just speaks to if we're not playing with the full deck, why, why, why try? You know, absolutely. And you know, it's yeah. We, we especially when you talk about a guy like Brooks, we talk about a guy like uh, Haji Wright, who I think had a. I, I want to say I think he was a guy that had the falling out with um, with with Berhalter before the World Cup because he he had a hot start at the beginning of the season, but then I want to say it was the uh, September friendly and something some wires got crossed and basically like he got told he wasn't going to um, get caught up for October. And he and he and his form, uh, his club form fell off. Um, uh, not long after that, because like he was all up in his head about like what does he have to do to make it to the uh, make it back, make it to the uh, to the World Cup team. And not, no, not Haji, right? Um, 
Peafock. Peafock. That's it. That's who. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. And, um, indeed. And um, but yeah, like I ca- I can't imagine, especially you know, given the all that we have um, coming up with the with the uh, twenty twenty six World Cup, we're hosting. We just got confirmed um, earlier today on Tuesday. We're gonna have it's finally confirmed forty eight teams, uh, uh, twelve groups of four, um, and you know like. Uh, U.S., Canada, Mexico are all, are all automatically qualified. I think uh, Concacaf still gets an extra three, three, three to possible, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, you know, we basically have to just, you know, uh, run our race off going forward, and that's going to be hard to do if you have a coach that is already going, is already going to be treating one of your top players like, uh, you know, like. You want to say that, that things are, are a clean slate, but do you really know? And and all things considered, like you play Jesus Ferreira as a false nine against Netherlands, like you 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 th- that this ain't the level for you, Chief. Like there's 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 what got you here won't get you there, and you know you 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 ain't you ain't there yet. And I think that and and I think uh, TK, you you and I used to talk about this all the time. Like I I often compared him to uh, Lampard. Because he had all the the uh, the prospects of being a good coach, but I'm like, you're you're pushing him in a position that he's not ready for. Yeah. You know, he, it's it's too it's way too early in the game for him to have that spot to where you know he would have the expectations of actually doing something. And I mean, granted, you know, we got you got us back qualified. You know, we, we got our run against Mexico, and that's all well and good. But at the end of the day, like again, like we're trying to get past the run of sixteen. I'm, I'm, I'm I think people are are over the idea of celebrating making it out of the group stage. People want to celebrate more, right? And it's not to say that Berhalter couldn't be a good manager and take us past that uh, or to that point, but um, I just think that he's just not a manager who, and you know, at his age is tactically he doesn't have the know. experience yet i mean yeah, he's just he like he gets out smarter tactically all the time because like because <laughs> like there, there, there's oh, no. like even if you even if you still limited the scope to just american coaches like there are american coaches in, in like in currently in mls that have won more have accomplished more and like because when burhalter got hired I think he was the first first coach since uh, Bora in '94 who didn't come in and, and hadn't at least um, uh, won something. You know, I mean, obviously with Klinsman, uh, that was a different circumstance because he won his stuff as a player. But I'm like, he at least had that pedigree. But like, Arena had won shit, Bradley had won shit, and you know, like of those American-born co- coaches. You at least had had you at least had the resume to say like, hey, I, I should be here. And all that Berhalter had done at that point, I think he lost. Uh, well, yeah, he did lo- lose uh, MLS Cup at home um, to uh, Portland. I think that was back in 2015. But I'm like, you mean to tell me like he can't even win a uh, MLS Cup, but he's supposed to be good enough to win to uh, be the national team head coach? I'm like, meanwhile, you got guys like Peter Vermes. Um, now you got um, 
Steve Trundlo, Jim Curtin, um, uh, Brian Schmetzer, uh, Caleb Porter, even. I'm like, you got guys who actually have one shit and and they can't even get a call. I mean, like, and, and the interesting thing now is that the people that they are trying to talk to now to, you know, restaff um, the upper management with the with the men's team, a lot of guys saying no. They're like, like, I'm I'm good on this drama. I'm good on these politics. We good. And I think that this job should be attractive. I mean, all things considered, but because of the politics that are that are go uh, that are ongoing, you. Um, it's, it's not as attractive as, as, as it should be. Now that that's, that's a very telling thing with uh, with what's going on with uh, with U.S. soccer. Um, but um, I'll, I'll 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 leave it at at this last question uh, just to kind of just make things clear. Now that now that we have this report out and Burhalter has been cleared, should he get this job uh, job for the next cycle? <sighs> Before I answer them. Um, a popular rapper about the time I was in high school uh, said a line that still sticks with me to this day keep your keep your I'm sorry keep your enemies keep your friends at a distance and your enemies close because the folks you call friends tend to envy the most mm-hmm. word to Cassidy Shout out Cassidy. I hope I hope you're doing all right out there, man. <laughs> now, I say all that to say, in spite of being cleared of everything and cooperating, and you know, I'm glad to hear all that. That's good. Is should he keep his job? Or I'll say this: Is he going to keep his job? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, yes, he is. He's going to he's going to remain the U.S. men's national team coach. Yes, he will. Um, okay. Should we move on? I think we've seen his ceiling. I personally think we've seen as far as he's going to take us. And you know, like you all that's been said, twenty twenty six coming up, and you know here the world cup is going to be here in the united states in in north america uh, as a whole um i think ultimately we're going to see a lot of the same i don't i mean you know of course it's only 2023 who's to say in three years who's going to pop up but we're pretty much locked in i mean we got some some mainstays that are on the team now um we got westerns we got tyler uh, U.S. agent ain't going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Like we have these mainstays, so you know these are going to be the same people that are going to be here. You know, next go around too. So I do think uh, he stretched them as far as he can take them. So um, is he going to stay the coach? No. Um, yes. Should should he stay the coach? No. Okay. What you, what you got, Mister Thundercat? No, <laughs> and no. <laughs> I just think that he's out of his depth at this point. It's just been a little the controversy. I mean, sure, he's been cleared, so you know, 
good he can have his name back or whatever in that regard um i'm sure that's you know that's a nice feeling to have but i, th- I think it just at this point it would just be in the the best interest to try to find the most qualified manager who is willing to take on a project such as the United States <laughs> men's soccer program and like do it on home soil. The issue is if you want to bring up that stat about the World Cup always being won with the national team manager. Mm-hmm. So um, then your pool is automatically, you know, a lot more limited. So I just think that there's some things that we're going to have to kind of really, you know, I, I hope at least think deeply about and make the, uh, the, the best call. But I don't think Burhalter should be the choice. Um, thank you for, you know, what you've done. Um, but I feel like you, we've, we've hit the threshold and then you had the controversy. It's just like, oh, that's just a sad way that he, he has to go out and I think you know maybe he should go out and find a, an MLS job that would, that, that would do him proper in my opinion yeah just, um, just throw him the next team that comes up so, yeah as far I as mean I'm I, I, I've been on the record both um, you know on here on the socials I'm like especially for how unique this this particular cycle is like I said we're not we don't have to worry about qualifying Right. Uh, the mo- the most qualifying that we have to do is would be for the Copa America uh, for next year. But outside of that, we're good for the World Cup. Um, and in that regard, I think that, like I said, we have better American head coaches out here. Now, we're in a fu- we're in a funky spot right now because since that time, Ernie Stewart has stepped down, Brian McBride has stepped down, and. At, at, at the current point, we have no official head coach. Uh, from what, from the statement from U.S. Soccer, the, uh, the at least the plan would be to fill Stewart and McBride spots first, and then they'll handle hiring the uh, next head coach. Given the time of the se- season right now, of course, MLS season has just got started. They, they're, they're now like going into uh, I think it's the, four, the fourth week of the season. Um, more than likely, we're not going to see a, a, a job opened up for at least the next two months. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what Charlotte does, but we're not hiring that coach. <laughs> but um, but we'll see what Austin does. Hey, <laughs> no, they'll they'll be fine. That father son duo. There's got to be one to you know to kind of replace the the previous one. And yeah, so but the Reynas are in. You know, they've they've. To walk themselves into pretty much, but 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 at the really same time, <laughs> um, so like you're you're basically talking about the way things are moving right now. You're probably talking like the summertime when at the earliest where we would have uh, a new coach hired, and and I think I've said uh, back when uh, when Stewart stepped down that the way things are going, we should just roll with the interim coach and, and call up the B squad and see like and see who steps up from that from them and and uh and then you know if any of those guys step up we can include them into the fold with the A squad you know going into next fall and everything 
Um, my 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 worry is that they'll use this as a way to backdoor Burhalter back in because he'll be like, well, you know, since you're available and everything, <laughs> you know, we'll we'll, we'll we'll use you. You know, we'll we'll pay you basically each each break and everything. And you know, if you happen to be around for the for the Gold Cup, cool. If you win, hey, maybe you'll get your job back. Some some dumb shit like that. I'm like, no, 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 no. Again, <laughs> what got you here won't get you there, and he is not the guy to get us there. And if you and if you actually do have an actual expectation of of using what's about to be the biggest pool of of American players ever. You're gonna want a guy that knows that knows how to handle that shit, and I like. We've already seen what he's been able to do with just this this pool here. Like, you want to have have him have even more control and even more influence. I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> right. no, no. My hope is, I said, my hope is no, but I do see a scenario where he could, and that and that's the unfortunate part. And yeah, like we need to. M- Cut, cut the head, cut the head of the snake, and be like, "Hey, let's go ahead and just do a clean slate again." Like you could have an interim coach for the Gold Cup and do the whole process, but yeah, like we need to have a coach that that I said. I, I think there 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 is an American coach that can handle what's gonna what's gonna come up. I think the guy that we should be looking at with a bullet is Smetzer out in Seattle. Mike, he just won Champions League last year. He, he's won multiple uh, MLS Cups. He's won US. Like, he knows tournaments. So, I'm like, that should be your guy. He And he does pretty well with, with youth players. I'm like, I think that they have the right things in place to make that make that work. Um, and even, like I said, they're, they're, like, even now, like, I'll, like I'm not going to use it for my, for my two up and two down, but, like, LEFC, yo, they're fucking good. <laughs> and Toronto got them humming right now. And it might seem soon because he's only in the second year, but I'm like, dog, they ain't no joke, man. <laughs> they ain't no joke at all. And I'd be like, yeah, that, that'd be a real strong thought. So, but yeah, like, you know, best of luck to Burhalter in his future endeavors. I'm sure he'll he'll get a, a, a good landing spot in MLS, but Again, there are better coaches out here, whether it's here or elsewhere. But again, the the, the mad tells is whoever wins the World Cup, their coaches from that country. So we and we got guys here that that could make it work. So you know, hopefully, you know, whoever does come in with this new administration, they they're able to um to, to set things right. But um, again, let us know what you guys think. On, on the socials, of course, you can uh, reach us on Twitter at FTCUTD, on Instagram, all that stuff. Um, and then, uh, of course, I just finally got got um, my United Atlanta United jersey. It just came in yesterday, Monday. Um, um, I'll probably have it ready for per- to get it personalized um, this weekend, so y'all might see me out in the streets on Saturday if, if my neck will hold up, but like I said, we'll, we'll play that one by ear, but for all you guys out there, if you need your jersey set up, make sure you hit us up at ftcutd.com forward slash shop, get your name sets right, get your shirts right, all that jazz, and there's a special jersey out here that we know we're going to hit up about in um, two up or two down. If you want that one hooked up, 
we got that we got that for you as well but yes make sure you get it us make sure you get get your jerseys right and um yeah man it's uh it, the jersey the season's about to get going for everybody you know uh nws got, got a couple more weeks usl's got a couple more weeks like everybody's about to, about to get this thing going so let's up let us get this thing going and go up until two down uh tk what you what, what you got what you got Real fast, before we get into two up and two down, What's up? I just want to end it like this. I know we're talking about the, the next coach. I know we're talking about great American coaches. Mm-hmm. Smetzer, who's, you know, obviously that's who I would pick as well. Qualified. But I'm going to just say one thing and I'm going to end it like this. Okay. TT, sign the ting. TT. <laughs> <laughs> that was interesting, like, like the, how he kind of put himself out there. I, and, and you know what, like, that's the frustrating things. I mean, obviously, I would love to have a black um, head coach. Of course, obviously, there's no black American coach who has the resume. I think to warrant it. So it's like if it's going to be black, it's probably it's going to be somebody from elsewhere. And you know, if if he brings the right presentation, you know, it's, it's hard to argue against him. Mean, if, if you gave Clemson a chance and he ain't want you as a, as a coach, you come can't on, can't do worse. Come on, that's all I needed to say. Cool. Well, I'm gonna foray that into my my down, my my two uh, two ups down. <laughs> uh, we're gonna start with the down, and it's uh, a lot of the the country has introduced some pretty pretty crazy bills. So I would be checking on that stuff. There's like a bill in Tennessee that basically says like an ordained person can refuse to. Wedge you, um, transgender, interracial, whatever. Um, they're, they're trying to bring back Jim. I think they already passed it actually in Mississippi, um, in like Jackson area to basically like bring back Jim Crow. South Carolina, they're trying to do, uh, pass a law for to execute women who want to commit abortion. Um, it's some. There's a crazy, crazy one going on. Yeah, I'm telling you, right, it's, it's pretty wild right now, man. There's a crazy like, one in Florida where, like, like if you, state, um, you know, if you accuse know. somebody of, of racism or like any type of um, discrimination, yeah. you can you can actually mm-hmm. sue them for for defamation and, and basically get awarded thirty five thousand dollars. Like, yep. it's don't matter if you wild. live in Florida, it applies online as well. Um, yeah, and I posted about it earlier as well there. Um, Basically trying to remove every black fraternal and soro uh, from every college campus in the state of Florida. It's HB Bill 999 for Florida. Um, check that out. So those but the are white some... supremacist ones are good, though. They're good. I, I, I don't know, man. They're, they're, they're something fine. about like they're the, fine. the natives fine. and the, um, the blacks and like we need to not let their oh wait the Jews to um, take all all their their cultural books just just throw them away please thank you bye um, oh, we're done uh, yeah Florida come on down come on down it's a great state so yeah those are my downs um, ups are I just booked my vacation or almost booked the vacation we're getting what? there um, did a family reunion this last Sunday great spend time with some family getting out enjoying life and raw dogging some air um yeah 
you know, COVID is still a thing, so, at least in this house. <laughs> I got babies. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, that was nice. It was cool. Kind of just participate in society and whatnot. Um, makes me a little excited for the future. Hopefully I can play the game. That'll be nice. Um, also another up going out of town to do some work, going to Vegas um, in April. And then hopefully New York later in May. So it is the season. Um, trying to get all my things done. Execute, execute, execute. Got some cool stuff in store for the culture. And um, I think that's really, that's really it. Thankful for family and friends. What's word, that? word. Deb on what you got, man? Um, yeah, I'm, I can go. Um, start with my first up. Um, NWSL season is starting in less than two weeks. Very excited. Um, Washington Spirit, we open our season at home at Audi Field, our permanent home now, um, against OL Rain. Y'all want tickets? Please reach out to your boy at underscore Devin Pugh on all socials and I can get y'all taken care of Um, but no it's going to be a good season overall Um, very excited about it can't wait and um, my next up the number one team in England the number one team in London I'm going to talk about it all day every day Y'all gonna hear about it as long as it keeps happening. Mm-hmm. Oh, was it one, one, two, three, four, five? We just so good right now. Yeah, y'all so saw that. It. Y'all saw that 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 clinic that show against Fulham. That's a clinic. Yeah, three yeah. nil. It could have easily, easily. Yeah, it really been five nil. It, it should have been. It should have been. Yeah. It should have been. So. So you lack execution. Your team will not <laughs> succeed. Hey man, all well, I'm gonna yeah. say is you know it, it's a good time to be a gooner. That's all I'm gonna say. So those are my two ups. Uh, my two downs um, are also we're gonna stick in the NWSL. Uh, FIFA just announced that the NWSL release uh, for the game will be pushed back um, a week. Um, it was supposed to release tomorrow um, at the time of this recording, but there are like some issues have happened and come up, um, so we're pushing it back to the twenty third. We, we saw that kid. We said, "Hold up, player." Well, I, I was I, I was really gonna say I I bet it was um, some of those player ratings one in particular all the above. that may all have the above. That's a, that's a. Core. That's a story for a whole other episode. <laughs> um, you might have to change better on that one because, bro, that's Indeed. a whole thing. Indeed, yes. but um, <laughs> no, nah, you know, it is what it is. I, at the end of the day, as, as much as the anticipation and hype was for it, I would rather them get it right than to rush it and it fall flat on its face. Um, and that, you know, with it being our, you know, the NWSL's first time in the game and everything, you need to do it right if you're going to continue to grow this game if you're going to continue to bring awareness around the league so on etc so i'd rather them do it right than to rush it and it it just be terrible all around so um 
I appreciate it. It sucks, but it is what it is, and I thank you. And then, um, as y'all just mentioned, my other down, we're going to be, especially that Portland kid. <laughs> my God. My God. Wait, wait, uh, something wrong with the kid? Um, yeah, it, we don't know its whereabouts on January 6th. <laughs> <laughs> all I know is that kid, that kid drives a Hemi, and it has truck nuts. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> that kid... Goes to Buffalo Wild Wings to get drunk and watches UFC fights. Oh no! no. (laughs) So, nah, man. Um, it's not a good look. It's you know, um, you know, as much as y'all or as much as Portland tries to spin it, it it just it was a swing and a big miss. I mean, we taking it back to 2004 with Ed Hardy. And I Ooh. heard that the kit comes with the Von Dutch hat as well. So yes, I mean, it does. You know. It absolutely does. <laughs> so you know, it's you know, everybody. There's people like at least they tried, but I mean, it's, it is a perfectly Portland kit. It's, and, it matches a Portland kid, and you, that's both a good <laughs> thing and your, a bad thing. So showing how much you disagree, but also giving them a glaring endorsement. You know, so, you know what? You know what? The, the funny thing is that I actually think it'll look, it'll look pretty good on on the pitch, but it's one of those oh, things oh, that yeah. if you run out in the streets, dog, you, you get roasted it. on sight. Don't do it. <laughs> but that's and, what you see in the New York subway, and you'll be like, "Oh, this is at home." <laughs> I will say, um, as of this recording, though, it hasn't been officially released yet. But Angel City's been oddly quiet about their kits when it comes to the Portland kit. So uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. Okay. Uh, so is there maybe we, something we still are, in the oven? Pull it out. <laughs> we gone. are coming up on time, so I'm, I'm going to make my stuff pretty quickly. Um, my. Uh, on on the um, where's my stuff at? Give me one second. Okay, there we go. Um, as far as the uh, uh, the the kit goes, I mean, and one of the things that um, I actually noticed um, when um, as the kids have come out because first I, I think it was the Pride who first did it, but like. One of the big things with, with women's sports is obviously women's women's ha- have cycles and everything. And you know when you're wearing white white shorts, you know that 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 blood you know can, can show up and everything. And you don't you don't want to feel all uncomfortable with all that stuff. So what's been happening this year, especially more more so with the with the with the away kits, is most of them are, are typically white. Um, a lot of uh, the teams have been switching to dark colored shorts, you know, just to kind of you know mask all that so that way hey you can just go out there do your thing and and and, and keep and keep going um and um on that note of of uh fifa 23 here is my big up um oh, it just man. came in today this man but, um, big buddy 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 we about to get this thing in because this ps5 is finally in in, in the game it, it, I, I've waited far too long, and it's about to get about to get funky like a monkey. Uh, <laughs> All right, it's, it's, that's it's, a bet. It's about to get real. I got to set up all my stuff because I, I I really haven't gamed since shit the beginning of the, of the shutdown. And I'm like, yeah, it's 
well overdue like because i i'd been xbox for like the last 15 years like i was like nope doing ps5 they were making the switch and of oh, course wait. you were oh, xbox yeah yeah so really? I, I still got mine yep oh man we got to change that got to change and that um, but sure. yeah like i was like you know what it's a good time to make the switch and of course could never find one to take my life but now that the all the inventory supply supply chain is good now it's like hey we're good um thanks to my my lovely employer and that healthy bonus that i just got so yeah we're back in the game now um as far as the downs go and it's hard to really make it a down because i mean we we support all uh people of color here but at the same time angela bassett Still, 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 no go at the Oscars. But shout out to uh, Michelle Yeoh becoming the first Asian actress to win Best Actress. Shout out to my man Kiwi Kwan, my man Short Round for winning Best Supporting Actor. Like, yo, if for those of y'all old enough to you know remember and watch the first Indiana Jones, like it's hard to imagine. Like the guy's not even that that old. He's only forty, only fifty one. And of course, she goes through the wilderness of like not finding jobs in Hollywood and not being on shit. And you just happen to find the right movie at the right time, at the right point in your life. And if you watch this acceptance speech, that's a man that is truly humble and appreciative of the moment that he's that he's had. And you know, we all, especially as Black people, you know, we know that sometimes the American dream can be a lot a lot of bullshit at times, but. I think he's a living example that yeah, it does still happen, and you know, it it might not, it might not happen when you want it, but when it comes, just make sure you're ready for it. And Amen. that was definitely a case of him being ready for it. And you know, shout out to him. Um, I, I but now like the funny thing about Angela Bassett is that. I don't even think she was that Rob. I'm like that. That wasn't her role to win. Like she's had by at least five other roles that she should have won shit, and and she didn't. Like in fact, I think that the person that she got robbed in that one was actually uh, uh, Stephanie Shu, who was also in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Like I think I said, I said it on the socials. If you have not seen that movie, yo, that's an all timer. It really is. That movie is fucking amazing. However you can do, I think they got something up on Paramount Plus. Go watch that shit. That shit. That movie is fucking great. It really is. Um, and um, trying to think what else. Like again, my neck's still jacked up. I, I, I've, I've had like three adjustments in the past four days. I got another one coming Wednesday. So again, by Thursday, y'all gonna get this episode. Y'all gonna love this shit. Make sure you like it on your, on your favorite podcast apps. Make sure you hit us up on your favorite mm. knob on all the socials. You can find all, and of course, you can find some socials: FTC, UTD, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, FTC UTD Pod on TikTok. I'll, I once I have this all together, I will I will give you my gamer tag. We'll figure this shit out. Um, I think by the time this this uh, shows up, the the tournament will have started. I, I'm pretty sure we'll still have a, ter- a tournament challenge. Are we going to have that, TK? 
Tournament? I don't know what you're talking about, sir. It's still it's a tournament. It's, it's March Madness, baby. Shea in. Butter has one if we if, if it's too late for us. Shea Butter like, has one. Like, Forgot who you're we, talking we, to, we, sir. We, we usually have have the men's. Shea Butter has the women's. Like, yo, we, we like, come on, take it. This, this is the one. I'm not in charge of other sports. I don't do other sports. I'm oh sorry. God! You should we we will figure it out. Like said, once we have that straight, we'll let y'all know. Um, you know, okay, we 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 definitely did it in the past, so we'll make sure we we um we get that going. But of course, hit us up. You know, this weekend more games. Next week, you know, we'll have um, the weekend um, episode back up. We'll have the international show back up. And um, again, let us know what you think about this episode. Give us a good rating on your podcast apps. And um, yeah, you know, uh, we, we will catch y'all next week. I don't have anything uh, inspirational to say. Again, good pillows, y'all. Coaches real, coaches everywhere. We will see y'all soon, and we out. If you watch this episode, put a grilled cheese emoji in the comments. <laughs>